The first rule of Fight Club is that we don't talk about Fight Club. Now, the first rule of grass-fed marketing is that we send emails and we focus on email marketing. All right, so let's talk a little bit about email marketing, what it is, why it matters, and how we can do it effectively. So the first thing is always we have to know who the customer is. So we have to start with the end in mind, who we're trying to serve, who we're trying to benefit, and who we want to sell to. Right? And so we need to choose that target customer. And so we can think, like, what kind of a person would make for a dream customer, right? Or a perfect customer, an ideal customer. Who would I love to serve? Who would I love to sell to and have a, re a relationship with? What kind of person are they? What are the things that they care about that they value? What are their habits of behaviors? What are their hopes and aspirations? What are, on the converse, like their fears and the things that keep them up at night? And maybe you're thinking, Cam, like, I'm a meat business, man. Why do I care about what keeps them up at night? Why do I care about their hopes and aspirations? Well, here's why it matters. The most important thing to be successful in marketing, which we could arguably say the most important thing in business to be successful is marketing, and the most, the most important thing about your marketing is kind of the golden rule, I guess you could say. The first great commandment of marketing is know thy customer. It's you have to know who they are before you can give them what they want, right? Because we are not in the business of convincing people. We're not in the business of compelling people to do things kind of against their wishes. We are in the business of finding the people who are ready to buy and who already value what we have and how we do it. So the products that we have and how we raise them, how we produce them, and then communicating with those people, getting in front of those people, getting them onto an email list so that we can communicate consistently over time with them. Because here's something we have to, like facts that we have to face is that not everybody, when they first hear about us, is going to be ready to buy from us on that day. In fact, the vast majority of all the customers that will buy from you, they are not going to be ready to buy from you in the first 90 days. So the vast majority of all of your sales with your future customers will happen after they have been on your list for at least 90 days. And so what that means is, how do we bridge that gap? We need them to know us, like us, and trust us. And we have at least 90 days for most of them from once they hear about us to before they place an order with us. And so what do we do in that time? And then even beyond that time, how do we serve them consistently over time and giving them increasing opportunities to say yes to our products? So they have to know us, like us, and trust us. Now, how do we foster that trust? One of the great ways to foster trust through email marketing is, is something that one of my mentors, a guy named Joe Polish from the Genius Network, he calls recommender science. Now that is simply providing them value. It's simply trying to serve them, serve your audience, your future customers and existing customers by recommending things to them that would be useful for them, that would be helpful to them, that would be beneficial to them, right? That would help them in their lives. For example, so back in 2000, I don't recall the exact date, 2015, 2016, thereabouts, um, in our first beef business, our first grass-fed meat business, we sent an email around this time in the autumn or in the fall of that year to our email list. Now, at the time, we were selling exclusively to people that lived within Utah, the state of Utah, and our ideal customer, our perfect customer that we were selling to were busy moms who love to cook and eat healthy. And so... We sent out an email following this idea of recommender science and it's simply because we, we were thinking like 
so this is kind of the backstory. This is like the, the, the thought pattern behind what we did. And I'll tell you what we did in a second. But we were thinking like, how do we apply this recommender science in our business? How do we serve our clients or our customers rather and our audience and provide them value and meet them where they are in their lives? Right. And acknowledging and recognizing the struggles that they have and the realities of their day to day life. And we thought, huh, busy moms who love to cook and eat healthy. Well, what kinds of things are they dealing with? Which kind, what kind of stresses do they have? What kind of priorities do they have? Right? Seasonally, annually, even on an ongoing day to day basis. And we had this thought like, oh, flu shots. It's, it's flu season. Right? And so how could we help these busy moms who are wanting to get flu shots? Oh, how about what if we sent them this link? So we found an article in the local newspaper that just listed all of the places where you could go get your free flu shot. We're like, what if we just sent an email and not pitching, not asking for sales, not selling anything, but just like saying, hey, because you know we're parents ourselves and here's something that we're thinking about, we thought this would be useful to you. Here's all the locations in the state of Utah where you can go get free flu shots this year. And we sent that out, not asking for anything, right? And it certainly had nothing to do with meat, but it had everything to do with the realities of our customers' lives. And so we sent that out. And I'll tell you what, we got so many responses. We were blown away by the emails that we received in return of people saying, well, that was amazing. Thank you so much. This was so useful. This was, this was helpful. What an incredible thing. Thank you. Like now my family is, you know, got protected from the flu. And we received so much feedback that we were like, this is incredible. And then something really cool happened. Another really cool thing happened is the next day or a few days later in our next email, we sent out an email that was purely pitching our product. It was just like, hey, we got this new bundle, this launching, you can go and get it here today that we only have X number available and we're probably gonna sell out. So you might wanna go click the link and buy today. And it was one of our highest performing emails up to that point. And so the lesson that we, that we took away from was, oh man, if we just, what if we just doubled down on providing real value to our audience? How is that gonna affect and, and how is that gonna affect our sales and our performance? And so that was a strategy that we began to implement from that day forward. And our business, I mean, as you've probably heard, it grew like gangbusters and did very, very well. And I attribute not just the email marketing component to our success, but also this idea that we really were following this golden rule of business and knowing who our customers were and where they were in their lives and what they cared about. Because then we were able to communicate with them and they felt like, A, they felt like they were being heard, that they are being listened to, that the messages that we were sending out made them feel like, man, this company is for me, right? They exist for, for me, for people like me. They care about the things that I care about. And so that is how you create trust. And that's how you get people to know you, like you, and trust you so that they can then buy from you. Because that's the chasm that you have to bridge before people are willing to pull out their credit card and pay you $1,000 for a quarter beef or for a 30-pound bundle or for a steak box. Is most of these people, when you get them on an email list, they're going to want to see who you are and know what you're about and see you show up consistently over time before they write a big check. And so that doesn't mean, here's a little caveat, it doesn't mean that people when they first join your list that some people won't buy. It doesn't mean that no one's going to buy in the first 90 days. Some people do. Some people trust really easy. Some people are going to get your email and then they're going to go, and they're going to see your welcome email, they'll read that, and then they're going to stalk you on social media and they're going to read through every post that you've made over the past five years. And they're going to feel immediately on day one like they know you and like they can trust you and they want to buy from you.
And so they're going to go ahead and pull the trigger and buy. But most people, the reality is they're busy. They got other priorities. Things are going on and they're not maybe in the market at that moment to place this big purchase, right? But we get them on email list so that when the timing is right, when the timing in their life is right as determined by them, we are in their email inbox, right? We're in front of them so that one day they're having a conversation with their spouse and they're like, you know what? The freezer's looking a little empty. Why don't we go fill it up? And the spouse goes, you know what? I get these great emails from XYZ Beef Company. So let me go here. Let me send that to you. And he sends it to his spouse, to his wife. And his wife opens it. She's like, this is exactly what I had in mind. And then they place it, you know, $1,500 or $5,000 or whatever. They buy a whole, a whole uh, beef or a whole uh, pig or whatever it is. But they place that big purchase because the timing was right. And you were consistently showing up in their lives, providing them real value. So to this effect... Let's double down on email marketing because that's really where most of the money in this business stands to be made. It's in getting people onto an email list because you control it, you own it. No one can ever come between you and your email subscribers. And that's different than on Facebook or Instagram or any of the other social media because the big companies, they can say, Facebook, for example, can say and has said many times in the past, that, you know what, we're actually not only going to show your stuff to a few of your followers because we want you to pay us for ads to, to get in front of your audience. Well, with email that can never happen because you own the list and we want to own the list. Back before the internet, the list was a mailing list. So it was actually physical mailing addresses of all your prospective customers and existing customers. And that was the list. That was this appreciating asset that you could own that really the bigger your list and the more you nurture your list, the, the higher the value is to your business, the more of an asset it is. And so this appreciating asset, right? It's a list that, or it's an asset rather that appreciates over time as you grow it, as you nurture it, it appreciates in value. Okay, so that's why we want to own it because then we don't have to pay anyone. There's no gatekeeper between us and our audience. We can just communicate with them whenever we want. And it's even better than direct mail, although direct mail can still be quite amazing if you know how to do it right. But it's even better than direct mail because the cost of communication is so low. It's essentially free. Right? Once you get up into the 1,000 to 10,000 or whatever, 20,000 email subscribers, then maybe you pay $50, $100 a month, that's it, right? To send unlimited emails to your list, that's incredible. What an incredible arbitrage. We could spend $100 and have unlimited access to send emails to our list to make as much money as we possibly can. Incredible. So email marketing, I hope that it's valuable to you and that you take what you're learning and you take action, right? You never leave the site of an epiphany without taking some immediate action towards your bigger, better future. Hey, I hope we've added value to your farm-to-table business today. If you'd like to learn how grass-fed marketing can help you increase your revenue, build the farm of your dreams, and leave a lasting legacy, you'll want to check out the show notes for a link to schedule a call with us. Thank you for subscribing to the Grass-Fed Marketing Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.